This week's shear is Le'ilu Nishmas. Yosef for Fo Ben Chaim. Who was Yosef for Fo Ben Chaim? Someone who was Nifter about a month ago in Beit Shemesh. Someone who was Nifter about a month ago in Beit Shemesh is Learning Torah in the Avira Zach Benach, the clean, fresh air of Eretz Yisrael, should be for his Neshama. Okay, let's jump right in. Last week, we began discussing the transition from Hamavar Mipikida Lizachira, the transition from the stages of Pekida to Zachira. We discussed how at that point there was a weakening. There was, Hashem revealed this light, this awesome light of Pekida. And then there was a rescinding of that light. That light faded away into the background. It got lowered and with that became a lessening, a weakening of Torah, right? If you climb up, right? It's always a Yerida after the wedding. <laughs> it means once that light is revealed, anything after that is, not, is always gonna be less, <laughs> right? So this light was revealed. And but what that brought about, Hashem, the, the Ramchal is explaining, and from the Chalban is explaining, that that was a necessary stage in the process, because with the concealment of the light of Pekida, it brought about a strengthening of the guf, of the body, of the physicality, and that we needed that in order to build the land, in order to have a greater desire, a greater tzimaon. But of course. The body is not the main thing. The main thing is the neshama, or is it? As we were going to see, we began talking last week, which we're going to develop further, which is amazing. If you listen to many uh, great spiritual teachers, even non-Jewish teachers, uh, they talk about this idea of non-duality. They talk about how it's not just the body, it's not just the soul, it's the body and soul together. Not making that split. And we're going to uh, continue to develop the idea that it's not just about the kida, it's not just about the guf, but a body without a soul is pretty much worthless. And we're going to talk about the union of these two and what exactly is their interplay. We will also have Amir Tashem. This plays right in to Purim, which is, we're holding already, Shloshim Yom Kodem Lachag, Shabbos Mavorchim. It's Parsha Shkalem? Okay, Parsha, well, I don't even realize. Mamish, Parsha Shkalem, Parsha Smishpatim, Shabbos Mavarchim. So it's only appropriate that this plays right into Purim. Hayachas ben gufa neshama b'uma b'chibura. The relationship between the body and the soul uh, in our nation and they're joined together. Ha'uvda she ha'zachira hi nekudat ha'kodesh the point that Zechira is this holy light that the, all the stages of the Gula, Gula are dependent upon. Like we've been discussing, whether it's the stage of Pekida, which is the building of the body, or whether that's Zechira, and that is the soul and wisdom coming in and filling that body, 
Milamedis yesod chashud ma'od bedavar hayachas bein guf and neshama. We learn, comes out from this, an amazing lesson for us, an amazing foundation of life between the relationship between the body and soul. HaKodesh HaElyon Micholo Umahave Es HaKol. Holiness. It surrounds and it gives life to all of existence. Lo Raket HaNeshama. Not only to the soul. Elagamet HaGuf. Holiness encompasses and surrounds all life. All life. Mimela Mitbar Shehamashmaot HaMitit Shalchaya Guf. Eino Elelavosh so it's clarified that the true implications of this, the true life of the body, is it's only clothing that that gives form to the chomer, to the to the kodesh. Meaning to say, the body is going to explain this that the body is also surrounded by kodesh. That this body gives expressions like a puppet. Right, uh, the Muppets. You put your hand in that puppet and it animates, it gives that puppet life. So our body gives expression to the hand, gives expression to the soul. This is the true level uh, of Amisro. Shehi Madregas Kodosh Elyon, which is a very, very high. Very, very high, uh, holy kedusha. Bo ko marchave achaim hachumarim umahave bichinas guf belavash el neshama adira or hashchina. Right. So this gives this clothing, this physicality, the body gives expression to the light of the soul, to the light of the shchina. And already this is alluding to Purim, and why we dress up on Purim. Why we dress up on Purim has to do with that. Our body, our lavush, it only gives expression to the soul, right? We dress up and it covers ourselves, right? And that covering, as we're going to see, is it's, it's, it's maramis to the body and soul connection that behind the body there's a soul. Behind that costume, there's a human being, a conscious being. What? It helps you also be from Purim, if you do it properly, it helps you be Mechal and Shoma, because you're covering the goof. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about this point over here. Is the point to... He's going to develop this further. Okay, we're going to say, is the point to cover the goof? Is the point to negate the physicality? Is the point, is physicality a contradiction to spirituality? Is, is it one versus the other? Right, and we're going we're gonna to see. B'muvan uh, zeh, in, in, with this understanding, hacholum al metzios mitukenes v'kedusha, Right? Uh, in, in this light, it's uh, this dream, this vision of a, of a perfect, holy Metzius. It's, it's not only just to give our nation has more shuls and more yeshivas. It's not just a desire that we should live under one roof. Torah v'avoda, Torah and service Hashem, chai cho v'tefillah, a daily life with tefillah. B'shchunas zelazeh, that we all live in a neighborhood and we all learn Torah. Ha-kodesh v'ha-chol, e'nam shchenim, tzarech l'sartet 
את הגבולות ביניהם. למען יחו בשלום זה עם זה. קודש אין חול, הוליניס אין מונדיין. They're not just neighbors, two things that need to coexist with each other and that we need to find a balance between קודש אין חול, work and תפילה, דאבנינג and family life. They're not just work-life balance, <laughs> Torah and life balance, spirituality and Gashmir's balance. That's not, they're not just Shechenim that live next to each other. HaKodesh hu haNeshama shel hachol. Holiness is the soul of the mundane. Ki ur haElokus hu yesod hachol. Because the divine light is the foundation and root of everything. Erech kol arachim. It is the It is the true value and true worth of everything. V'shorash kol ha-shorashim, and is the root of everything. V'ein ol milvado. It's not that we, again, we began talking about this last week. We see the life in duality. <laughs> we see the world in, there's Kodesh and there's Chol. There's a body and there's a soul. There is, that rhymes. <laughs> and there is a soul. There is family life, and then there's Torah, and about us Hashem life, and we need to find the Shiloh between them. That's not the ideal. We don't just want that. We want that the Or Elokus, the light of Kedusha, the soul, illuminates and elevates that body, that there's only oneness. Vis-a-vis our perception of life, we see these two things almost as a contradiction to one another, and we have to find the Shiloh, the balance, the equanimity in between them. Right? So we shouldn't get pulled too much this way. We shouldn't get too, pulled too much this way. But the truth is, in the world, there's only one. Echad. <laughs> there's not two. And we make this split in our experience that there's more than one power in this world. There's more than one. There's the spiritual and there's the physical. There's the body and the soul. There's the ruchnias and there's the gashmias. But that's not the ideal to find the balance. The ideal is, is that the physicality shines, gives true expression to the neshama. So the physical and the spiritual are really only one, right? That we don't see the, the dual nature of our experience, but we see the non-dual nature and the oneness behind everything, right? That is the Indian of Purim, right? This plays right into Purim to be Magala the Hester to show that the physicality and the spirituality are only one. Right, that's the nes betocha teva. Hashem wears this world like a mask, right? That's, right? that's Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, right? Beged, right? This Hashem wears this world like clothing, right? Or you could be bogate or you could be tricked by that clothing, right? And that's expression of oneness and all the things around Purim revolve around this idea of duality and oneness, right? We keep it on two different days, Right? Even though it looks like it's separate days, there's an there's a, there's a echad behind these things. There's a koach hama'achid behind the two different days. Or that a person should, a mishloch monos ishra le'er, it looks like me. It looks, we see the world in dual existence. It looks like me, and it looks like there's a you. But no, there's only all of us. <laughs> right? A... Uh, that's the, th- right, you go to hear the Megillah, what's the Indian? Rov Hadros Melech. You go where they're the most 
people to show it. Specifically, we go out of our way to show the echad behind the pulos mishtanos, to see the non-dual nature and the oneness of our experience of life that was happening the entire time because we see the world in multiplicity and, du- and, and, and duality. But when you bring it back to one, we see that there's only one power. There's the body and the soul operating as a cohesive unit that is surrounded by the light of Kodesh Elyon.
lizalzel behem, right? And this understanding that the that there's one behind life, that there's old movado, there's nothing but Hashem. It's not coming to threaten or to weaken the value of the physical uh, of the physical world. Ela adarava liromim liromim osam v'lishavos lahem erech nitzvi ve'elyon. Rather, it's actually giving the physical world value, right? It's not coming to negate physicality. It's coming to give the physical world proper eternal value. Because the the physical world are awesome vessels in order to draw into it light, even to the fallen worlds of the, or even to the fallen uh, state of physicality. Its relationship to Kodesh is not only just to give it form and to weaken the physical world. The Kodesh gives purpose, meaning, and value to the physical world that the physical world itself becomes inherently valuable because it's fueled by Kodesh. Right, life in this world is indeed, it's good and it's full of good, elaborate things, but that life doesn't necessarily, but it, it doesn't contain inner meaning per se. Behadara, behadra hakol nasa, Tafo vidahavi, right? But without it, without, uh, without it being filled with Kodesh, it's filled with nothingness. And in the absence of Kodesh, the physicality, life in this world, all the good things that life in this world offers, without Kodesh, without a soul, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's just lacking meaning and purpose. V'lefikach, ach ge'ula ve'ora tavo l'kol chai ha'chomer. Therefore, Geula uh, and light, Tavo uh, with redemption and light, comes with all of existence purpose. Right? When you start seeing that it's only a lavush and that this lavush now takes, mean, takes on a new value and takes on new expression because it's filled with light. Right, it's filled with a soul. Therefore, it gives it meaning. Nishmas Am Yisrael haholeches v'shabad l'tchias haaretz that the soul of Am Yisrael comes back and begins to fill the land. Bilavushim yekarim v'kishutim with with clothes of with valuable Armani suits and beautiful jewelry. Shehachinu avura banea hashavim haaretz anikar. So our land gets filled with precious stones, with tiles, with backsplashes with amazing thing. And because it's surrounded by Kodesh, right? It takes on, Mamila Mall takes on a new light. It takes on a new meaning. It takes on a new depth. But without that Kodesh, that's filling its inner content with, it's filling the outer content with life, right? So then it doesn't have meaning. It's meaningless. It's nothing. It's like a body without a soul. But now that we could, see the inner content of what's really giving it life, now it takes on a whole nother dimension. It's like I ran into someone 
who is a builder in Eretz Yisrael. You know, he, he builds things around Kablanim around here, you know? And he's like, he was a builder in the States also. And he says like, yeah, it's just, he's like, my work just takes on a whole new meaning here, you know? Because it's not just about building the goof. It's not just about building that are going to rot and decay, like we learned in, way in the beginning in Gullis, you know? It's about building something that's filled with an inner content, building something that is filled with the light of redemption, with the light of Kodesh, with the light of holiness. So it's not just Chol by itself. It's not just the steer to Chol, but the Kodesh infuses Chol with a meaning and with, with understanding, with divinity. What? Well, no. This is this is this is for everything. But he he's focused in the safer. He's focusing specifically on uh, content. Like if you read *Man's Search for Meaning* by Viktor Frankl, classic piece of literature everyone should read. You know, and his logotherapy logo coming from the Latin word meaning, <laughs> right? Is that he explains how everyone is really looking for the soul of life. Everyone is really looking for meaning, even within their pain, even within their suffering. And if you could answer that why, as he brings from Nietzsche in many places in the book, if you could answer that why, you could figure out anyhow. <laughs> and the stronger the why, the stronger of the inner content, the stronger of the meaning, the stronger a person recognizes the purpose and the mission of their lives, whether in his case, Viktor Frankl writes uh, about writing his ideas on logotherapy, <laughs> you know, and rewriting his manuscripts that were taken from him. And to the degree a person finds a soul in life, meaning in life, is the degree that they're able to infuse suffering and pain with meaning, with purpose, with actual value. So it's not only an Eretz Yisrael, but you see that so many people are filled in an existential vacuum, just feeling emptiness, a black abyss, feeling neuroses from that point, you know, and that everyone is searching for the inner content of life, the soul that will infuse life, mundane life with meaning, value, and purpose, as opposed to the, the, the existential vacuum that so many of us experience of what's my purpose, what's my meaning, what's the meaning of my suffering, how did, from 20 to 30, I, w- I wasted my life, I hopefully 30 to 40 will be better, right? From 30 to 40, I wasted my life. Maybe 40 to 50 will be better. That people are starving for, people feel this existential, existential void on a, on a whole new level, which is, which is only getting stronger and stronger. But as we fill our lives with inner content and we focus on the das and the panimi and we see that our experience of life, the non-dual nature of our experience of life, people, as he's explaining, right, we're able to, give our life a new value, new meaning, new purpose, and a new, new direction. Very good. Yeah. Just from the first process? Yeah. First shekel or shekel? Yeah. Just to have shekel. Why? So the cheshek, that's what we're trying to get to. The shekel represents... Korbanos and Beis Hamikdash. It's not just giving some money to tzedakah or to a pushka or something. This is really the cheshek. That's a bigger deal. This is under the kisa kavod, the half a shekel. What's the big deal? It's half a shekel. Yeah. No, it represents achdos. It represents everyone being part of something. So it's not just a money thing. 
Yeah. So the chol is chol, but it's really the cheshek behind it. That makes money something. Without the cheshek and wanting to do things, it's just building things or buying things. Yeah. Without the real kodesh and the cheshek behind the purpose. What it represents, yeah. It's not, it's, it can be nothing or it can be really important. That's why it's kofar nafsho. If it's done the right way, it's kofar nafsho for the ego. If it's done the wrong way, it's just... It's beautiful, it's not, yeah. It's really to be to destroy somebody. Yeah. yeah. Right, nichsoch nichsafti, it's the... Right, it's just a lavush to express that desire, to express that <coughs> Russian, you know? So Freud says that if... So Kavona, right? Which is where your dust and the shamas of your paintbrush is. Yeah. So if you use your paintbrush to paint the physicality with what it could be, and should be, then it's elevated. But if you don't, if your Kavana is completely mundane, so what happens to that physicality? So I'm saying now I go to Mamilla, there might be parts of Mamilla more that I'd say, yeah, I can access that, I can the brocha, I can kiss some zuzu, I can, but there might be other shops that I can't look at, can't look at, turn my eyes and look at the store. Yeah, it's terrible, some of the stores. Yeah. So, right, so I'm saying, so that, therefore, once physicality has been the Kavana, the the person who's, who's by the, by the uh, clay making store, you know, he's, he's forming something. Yeah. Once he's formed something, yeah. when you create a pot, a pot that's not the right shape, you have to smash it to start again. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have, it can't put Kudusha there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, so when you build, we're saying that, if, 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 if we're saying if a, if a secular society builds a physical world, so what I could do is I have to use like my own Kavana to project and so those things have been created to elevate them. But some of those things are... Well, I think that's the point, right? It, like, this is like, again, this goes back to Rabbi Nachman's famous piece of Aye. You know? Like, the point is... Huh, welcome, Shimshan. Right? This goes back that there's nothing separate from God. It's just vis-a-vis... It's just revealing what's already there, right? It's like there's nothing... There's Echad there's, Apashat. That's all there is, you know? And like... Even, even Bate Vodazara, even Bate Znus, Rabbi Nachman writes in lesson in, in Aye, in the second Chalik in Lukutim Aran, right? Even Bate Vodazara, even Bate Znus, they all get sustained with a very high potent level of Kedusha coming from the Maimar Sassum, coming from... Yeah, so I'm sure that how, like, how does that... How does that work? How does that work? What's the well, we could go into, we could, the, okay, this is a little bit tangential, but we could speak about it for a minute. We could speak about this, this piece over here for a minute. We can say it's obvious, it's obvious, first of all, that if Hashem didn't want something to exist, it couldn't exist, right? There's nothing in this world that could exist. So if Hashem is willing it to exist, that means there must be a, a value to it. It must be that there is a certain level of divinity in it. And Rabbi Nachman explains in Lesson 12 in Lukudim Aran, he says that the world was created with... with with ten utterances, Asar Maimaris Nivraolam. So that means if you look in the Parshas Bereshis, you see that it says Vayomer ten times. Or so you'd think it'd say Vayomer ten times. It says Vayomer nine times. Because the first Mimer is the Mimer Bereshis. The Mimer Bereshis is considered a Mimer Sussum. And in this is Kvodi Titin, that my Kulo Mer Kavod Behechalo, right? That there's a certain Kavod that was put into the creation. And because this mimer sasum contains all the other mimers, this hidden mimer, this concealed mimer, if you will. This mimer sasum, the original mimer of Bereshis, which contains all the mimeras in it, 
even sustains Bate of Odizara and Bate Znas. This is what he writes. That's why the Gemara in Yerushalmi says that a person says, a person says, Heichan Hashem Elokecha. Where is Hashem your God found? The Tana answers back, Bechrach Romi, in the Roman Parthenon, <laughs> in the Roman village. Where's your God's found? My God is found in the village. My God is found in Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. My God is so great, He's found even in Bate Avodazara, even in Bate Znus, that there's always going to be an element of Kedusha in every single place. And Reb Nassim writes on that Torah that the truth is, he says, that this is something that's really us to think about. That how does, so it comes out a funny thing. It comes out, I mean, you could, I have a, probably a four or five series on this lesson, right? But I could send it to you, Sam, if you'd like, right? So it comes out a funny thing. It comes out that the most Tumma place is sustained by the most potent level of Kedusha. Because that Kedusha needs to be in subterfuge. It needs to be in an incognito tab in order that it's so holy, <laughs> that Kedusha, that it has to be like so tucked away and so hidden in order to give life to a place that's Tumadik, right? So it comes out the cliche that the most Tumma place has the high potent level of Kedusha revealed in it. Well, it's there. No, it's, it's mamish there. It's so high, it's so potent, the only way it could go in is through subterfuge. But I, but you know? The thing is that the way that Kodesh Baruch created it is that it's my job, or human, human beings' job, to project yeah. their inner das onto something to bring out its Kedusha. So I'm saying, if that is the case, how technically does that work? You say, very nice, the Kedusha is hidden there. Yeah. But I've got to bring it out. So how do I bring it out? I'm going to go walk into a bottle, right? So yeah. is, it, is it like... So Rabbi Nachman says... The, 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 the Mitzvah says, I therefore, if I want to, and I don't, therefore, I'm bringing the Kedusha. How does that actually technically work? Well, I, I think what Rabbi Nachman... It's, it's, it does have to do with views of VR experience, but it's, it has to do with... Right? Rabbi Nachman says in this lesson, he says, when a person says, I am a right? When a person says, where is your throne of glory? Where is your place of kavod? Right? He says that's reference to finding the Mimer Sassam and revealing the Kedusha that's in that place. Right? When a person say says, words, it's the Chippos. Yeah, he said, Rabbi Nachman says, just by saying those words. No, he says, by saying, I am a Kavoda. That's really interesting. You know? So I think the Bible saying, if you have to explain the technicality how these things work, because if you don't, it's very nice saying the Kedusha is in a, in a base in us, but if I'm yeah. well, how do I get it out? So this they get out by saying Tefillis, or whatever it is. So Rabbi Nachman says, and I, it could be there's a, there's a difference between Rav Kook. It could be there's a chilak, a, a subtle chilak here between, <coughs> but I don't know. This is food for thought between the Chalban and the approach of Rabbi Nachman. It could be that there's a, there's a chilak here. Because Rabbi Nachman says, uh, he seems to indicate that it's the chipas, the searching, is what searching, the process of searching of longing or desiring is the thing that brings out that Kedusha, right? To revealing the Kedusha in there. What we're learning in the Chalban is maybe a little bit of a different emphasis. The Chalban is saying by seeing the non-dual nature, seeing the non-dual nature of our experience of life, seeing how the Chol is infused with Kodesh. It's very similar, but it could be that there's a subtle difference in approach. I don't know. I would have to ask my Rebbe about this, you know, if there's a, if there's a difference in approach over here. But I could definitely say that there's a difference in emphasis, <laughs> you know. I could, it sounds to me that there's a subtle difference in emphasis. One is about recognizing uh, the non-dual nature and seeing how 
chol is infused with Kodesh and therefore the chol has value and that it's really one and the same. And Rabbi Nachman's emphasis, I would say, I mean, it's not that he would disagree with this, you know, but I think the emphasis is on the chippas. Uh, I mean, ayin sham, we're not really learning ayin now. I mean, we could spend a lifetime learning that Torah, you know, but a... Uh, I think that emphasis Rabbi Nachman is placing, placing, it's like the same thing he speaks about in the Sipuri Maisius of the Lost Princess, which is like the chippas of freeing the Avedis of Asmelech, the searching for the purpose. The, the searching itself is valuable. The journey, you know, as opposed to the, the recognition or the realization, right? And I think it could be that, again, I'm not saying they disagree to each other, you know, but it could be that there's the emphasis is maybe place in a different area, you know? Okay, yes, Shem? Is it the searching, or is it the desire, the will that drives the search? It's the will that drives the search. Okay, because, I, I mean, I, I was thinking, Sammy, in response to your question, that, that kinetic versus potential energy, right? When you pull back on that slingshot, even though you're moving in the wrong direction, the more you pull back, the more you build up that potential reflexive... Nice. Energy to shoot it forward, right? So when 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 the 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 atheist is the one that recognizes God, right? The whole concept of the Balchuva reaching places that it's said he can, right? So like the atheism in the world, or the Znud, or whatever, or the Avodazara, that's that potential energy being built up as the slingshot gets pulled back, because when the return is when when we hit that point where we recognize, even in that Beit Znud, we recognize the the absence of meaning and, and, and drive, right? A guy sitting in shul and, and he's learning all day, he's not going to have that same, potentially, what Rodafin sounds like he's saying right now, is like, he's not going to have that same drive to be Davik to Kaddish Baruch Hu, as the guy who all of a sudden wakes up one day, having lived in the Beit Znut for years of his life, and all of a sudden realizes like it's meaningless, and, and that potential energy that gets built up by being pulled so far back, so all of that was L'shem Kedusha, eventually. But we just, was from Tamar, from Lodz, from mm, yeah. right. Lodz, so, so like the Chabad has been saying, like we have to see the, the bigger picture, the longer-term picture. And what we're now seeing is we're seeing... I, I guess that's what... right, Like, seeing the Geula in, in the today, even though we're, we're still experiencing some of that Galut, but the realization of that potential energy getting to that critical mass point where we're already starting to shoot forward. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty helpful. Excellent, Shem. I like the Arizona. Okay. Ella, right there. Ella, Shemavet Kodesh Zu, Einenu Nimsa Bechela Kanigla Shel Torah. Right? But this, this Kodesh gaze, it's not found in the Nigla of the Torah. Kihu Eino Ella Madrich Esa Adam Bikima Mitzvah. Hamugderis. If you want to know the Kodesh, the Panemius, it's not found in the Nigla, in the body of Torah, right? Because the body of Torah, Parshas Mishpatim, shows it's the mitzvahs and the halachas of Torah. That's the outside of Torah, the Nigla of Torah. Tafka Chelekanister. It's specifically, like we learned in the, a bit in the beginning, right? Panemius wa Iker. Tafka Chelekanister. It's only in the Nister of Torah, Husha Es 
in the Nister of Torah reveals the inner content, the Kodesh Elyon, to show how far reaching it is in all the different avenues of life. It lifts up the person and our nation. To teach us and show us how all perceptions of life, like work and family, friends and neighborhood and community, these things itself are only a window or refraction of Kodesh. They're not separate. This is the secret of Birurim, Hamshachas Oros Hatzilas Ad Lechomer Mamish. This is the Birurim, the clarification that the light comes through from level to level to level, from Olam to Olam, through the world of Hatzilas, all the way down to the Bia, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, all the way down till that light gets clarified and appears itself within the physical world. Kedivrei Rabbeinu Ramchal. He's going to bring a piece from the Ramchal right now. Uh, in the Hakdama Maimer Havikuach. Quote, Yesera Kabbalah, further, Yesera HaKabbalah, and further in Kabbalah, Kine Lefi Darka Hamaisa Atzmum Chosrim Leos Tovim Vitikunim Elyon. That according, he's, he's just picking up over here, so just bear with this for a moment. Lefi Darka Hamaisim Atzmum Chosrim Leos Tovim Vitikunim Elyonim. According to the path of its actions itself, their Choser to become good and have elevated tikkunim. The Hainu is going to explain. Hainu. Ki kach heichen ha-ratzon ha-elyon. That this is, was the divine, supernal will. Sheyu divrei ha-olam hazet mitkachim a-yidei masha adam mishtamesh bahem. That the things in this world, they become holy and with al-yidei masha adam mishtamesh bahem. Through how an individual uses it l'tzarko v'anaso for his pleasure. Right? This table becomes holy because we're using it for learning on. Because the words of Shemayim, they're totally holy. And through the end of the world, it will always be holy. That even the earth is holy, right? That the Shemayim and the earth, they're both considered holy. And all this was put in our hands. The heavens are the heavens of God. And the land, the Gashmias, that was put in our that was put in our hands. Shemayim, things in the heaven, things of Ruchnias, that's perfectly clarified, that's perfectly prepared in spirituality. But the land, physicality, Gashmias, that was placed in our hand, and we have the ability to bring it to its tikkun. That it was placed in our power in order to draw down the koch of the Shechina and its light all the way down through our souls. And everything in this world was given for us to use. So you make a bracha on this cup, on the, on the coffee in this cup, so the coffee becomes holy and the cup becomes holy. The koch ha-kedusha shehimshech mishpate gamalehem. 
and the Koch Kedusha gets drawn even on the Gashmi, on the Aretz Nasan the Aretz Nasan Ella, but Shetzarek Ledas Hadrachem Eichli Hishtamish Min Ha'Olam. Right, but you need to know the way in order to use this world. Kidei Shiyad Tikkun Hashtashmish Hahu Below Lekilko Chas V'Shalom. You need to know the Torah teaches us how points us in the right direction and how to use the physical world in a way that actually brings it to its proper tikkun. End quote. This is the amazing thing of Torah's hasod. That it, it brings Hashem down and anoints Hashem as the king in all the worlds. And it shows us that there's nothing but Hashem. That Hashem fills all worlds and surrounds all worlds. That Hashem's kingship is throughout all the worlds. Right? That's, that's Rabbi Nachman's piece of Ayin. The whole thing is filled with the, with the Kavod of Hashem. It's like I once asked the great tzaddik, uh, Ravichi Meyer Morgenstern, I asked him many years back, I said to him, what is the purpose of having a Trias HaMesim? What's the purpose of Olam, of the technical definition of Olam Haba, not the Olam HaNeshamas? Seemingly, we have a good system. You have the, you have Scharva Onesh, and our souls will go back upstairs, and they will eat the bread that it earned, and not the bread of embarrassment, and this one will have schar, and this one will get onish. And that's a fine system. Why does there need to be more? So he answered me in his, <laughs> only Rav Morgenstern could answer in such a way, you know. Rav Morgenstern, he looked at me, he said to me, it's a greater pleasure when the body reunites with the soul. That even a dead body could come back alive to show something that has no life is also filled with kodesh. That even that, is not, nothing is ever lost, that there's an inner content of life that even dead could come back alive, that shows Hashem's great machuscha, machuscha kolamim, kolamim, that, that Hashem fills the world, that nothing, 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 nothing is separate from life. And that's the purpose, that there should be an Eloi hadas, there should be an Eloi hakodesh, a recognition of kodesh that shines through Right? It shines through the Olam Agashmi. It shines through the Aretz. And when you see that, it's not that the, the Kodesh and the Chod are Shechenim. Right? It's not that they're neighbors and we, know how to, we need to learn how to navigate these neighbors, but it's by recognizing the entire time that this is being infused with Kodesh and it's elevation after elevation after elevation that the Kodesh shines through. It's not just we dress up on Purim. Right? It's not just that we have Parshas Mishpatim and we keep Halachas, but you have Kavanas behind those Halachas. Right? It's not just the Nigla of Torah that you keep these Halachas and they just feel like dry, boring Halachas and Parshas Mishpatim. Great, more Halachas, more things. But there is, there is an inner content that fills those Halachas with life. It's not just a judicial system. Right? Begafel Yabo, Begafel Yetze, or eye for an eye, Shane Tachashane, right? 
It's not just these judicial systems, these mundane laws, but these laws are filled with the inner content of light. And to the degree that we see that it's infused with Kodesh, that the whole is infused with Kodesh, that we have these halichas olam, that we draw down Hashem's light, we reveal the inner content that was there already to begin with. We wear these costumes, we wear these masks on Purim to show that there's a soul behind this world. And the degree that we recognize, right, it's like you see like a very prestigious person dressed up, like the more prestigious he is, the more funnier almost the costume kind of looks on him, you know, because it reveals that there is Kodesh. Yuri, that's, that's you, Yuri, that's, right? To show, to show that we read the Megillah on two different days, just the Chazar around, to read the Megillah on two different days, to show that there's only one, there's only one, that the Kodesh infuses the whole, and everything Gavalt is one. Everyone should have amazing Rosh Chodesh Shabbos Mavarchim, Parsha Shkalim, Parsha Shmispatim. We should see it's not Chatzi Kodesh and Chatzi Chol. It is just, it's all one. It's all one. It's the, the, the half a shekel because there's a panemius behind that that's filling it. It's filling its inner content. With everyone, Shabbat Shalom. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job.